on today's episode of Life with Hula. I share with you a moment where I cried over a TV show, a reality TV show that's actually a cooking competition show. <laughs> yep. I will share with you what show I teared up on and why. And I also update you on my weight loss journey, how that's going. And there are going to be two new shows that I'm really interested to talk about. All this and much more, plus the whole thing about us having not to wear masks anymore in California. All this coming up on episode number 48 of Life with Hula, starting right now. It is Wednesday on another episode of Life with Hula, the podcast. How are you doing? Uh, for those of you that are new to the show, my name is Hula, and this is my podcast. I was a former radio personality here in San Diego, and I was honestly on the air talking about my life, basically Monday through Friday, every day. I'm um, talking about strange things, whether good, bad, ugly, or not so ugly. I talked about it on the radio. And I've continued doing that with this podcast. So thank you so much for tuning in and supporting and even pushing play just to listen to this podcast. Thank you so much. Uh, if you would like to follow the podcast on social media, uh, you can do so by going to facebook.com slash life with Hula. You can also subscribe to this podcast from whatever podcast platform you listen to, uh, whether it's Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, to name a few. Just search for Life with Hula. I'm also on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, Clubhouse, Clapper. You just search Hula SD. That's H-U-L-A-S-D. And uh, you can vote for this podcast, podcastmagazine.com slash hot50. It's podcastmagazine.com slash hot50. And those are a couple of different ways that you can listen to the show. So thank you so much again for tuning in. So... Just a couple things, um, I guess, that's going on with me. If you are new to the show, I've been going through this year-long weight loss journey. At the beginning of last year, I was 294 pounds. Uh, I got myself down to, gosh, close to 196, 197 as of last year. Um, and then I've tried to maintain that weight. Uh, I started working out at a uh, boot camp um, here in Escondido, northern San Diego, where I live. And I actually work out like six days a week now, um, Monday through Saturday. I definitely gained weight back. Um, I honestly probably have gained 20 pounds back and I'm trying hard to lose those that weight again. Um, but I'm working out a lot and I think it's the fact that I, I kind of, I'll be honest, I will give myself an excuse. So like I'll feel extra hungry during the day and I'll say, you know what? You worked out extra hard. Go ahead and grab that extra food item. And I know I need, it's just a mental thing. And I know I need to get that out of my head and start eating healthy again. But honestly, I'm happy right now. I'm good. I do have a goal to be, you know, at my ideal weight um, below 200 by the end of the year so I can uh, look like what I look like for my 10-year wedding anniversary, which is at end of December, or in December. I want to look like what I look like during my wedding. But you know what? I'm not going to pressure myself because I feel like I'm an emotional eater too. Whenever, you know, we're celebrating things, I eat. Whether I have stress, I eat. And I don't want to put that stress anymore on me. So I'm going to just push myself to work out 
push myself the best I can to really eat clean. Um, and, you know, life is life. If I'm going to celebrate things, I'm going to celebrate. I'm not going to like sit here and go, oh, no, I can't eat that. I'm just going to try my best to really, you know, maintain what I have so far. So that's kind of the goal as of right now. But I will tell you, weight, you know, the weight loss journey is is as stressful as it is. Um, the working out portion is going great. I'm getting stronger. Um, there's my coach is amazing. I just love this fitness. I've talked about it many times. I work out at a place called Escondido Boot Camp. I love this place. Um, my coach, who's the owner, Coach Garrett, he's so motivating. Um, you don't feel like I like I personally don't feel like I am being pressured to work out harder. Like I force I I the pressure I put the pressure on myself to work out and try to compete with myself. I don't really look at anybody else around me. I use people around me to motivate me to go harder. Like if I'm not the one that's like we do these things where it's, uh, you know, we get a set of certain exercises and we have to do all these exercises in a certain amount of time. Um, like yesterday's workout, they called it, he called it an AMRAP. AMRAP. I don't know what that means. I know it's an acronym for something. I couldn't even tell you. But basically, you there's like there was like six, seven workouts within this three minutes time frame. Um, I use the people around me to be like, okay, I need to be at their level as far as like the exercises. Like I should be doing the exact same exercise as them or ahead of them, doing an exercise ahead of them. So that's what, how I push myself. And that's how I push myself to be stronger and how I push myself to continue going on. It's definitely a great motivator. Um, I never look at anybody else and go, oh man, what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? It's more like, man, you need to push yourself. If the person standing next to you, even though if the person standing next to me or working out next to me is like super fit, which happens a lot of times, I sit there and go, dude, you need to catch up with that person. You need to be at their level. And it forces me to push myself. And eventually, if I do get so exhausted, that means I pushed myself hard. If I, after a workout, I'm like, eh, and I didn't push my, I, that means I didn't push myself. But if I'm like just gassed where the last set of exercises I can barely do because my muscles are giving out, I know that I'm pushing myself. So that's kind of how I look at, at things and how I do uh, the workouts, but I'm loving it. Um, sticking with it, still doing six days a week, haven't backed down. Only time I'm really going to back down is if I have an appointment, especially on Saturdays. If you know, like the one time my wife and I we went to Bakersfield, I had to miss out on my um, Saturday workout, but I still like ran on the treadmill at the hotel. So that's kind of my philosophy is I'm just going to continue pushing myself to work out six days a week and uh, try to eat clean somehow. Um, I know that like Father's Day weekend is coming up. Last weekend we were at the fair. Of course, you have to eat deep fried something. Um, the weekend after that should be pretty mellow. So I think I'm going to be able to get a like a a nice reprieve from the weekend. Um, and then the weekend after that is Fourth of July weekend, right? And I'm pretty sure my family and I are going to be doing something. So that's kind of the plans that we have set so far. Um, so that's kind of an update on my weight loss and my my. Uh, my working out situation. Um, I also wanted to share with you, I know some people mes messaged me yesterday about my thoughts about my, 
um, teeth, they're going good. Yes, still waiting for that crown, but the pain isn't as bad. You know, I forgot to tell you guys yesterday. So the dentist had mentioned to me that he's like, oh, so, you know, there's a 20% chance that you may have to get a root canal because, you know, there was a cavity there that they found. <sighs> can I just tell you, like, there's nothing you can do about that. It's not like you can brush extra right now because it's just there. Like if something forms and now you have to get a root canal, that is just how it has to be. I am dreadfully, I don't want a root canal. I just want this tooth to get capped so I don't have to think about it anymore. Pray for me. <laughs> I don't need a root canal. So yeah, I just wanted to update you guys on that. And then um, today is like kind of the last full day. It's not really a full day um, of school for my kids. Tomorrow they have a half day. Um, which is weird that it's a half day of a half day. Um, so that's kind of the the major updates that I have going on in my life. Um, there is one thing. So at my job now, if you didn't hear, I got like a little promotion. Um, well, it's a big promotion. It's not that little. But um, now I have to be on camera in front of people. And the room that I'm in, I realize, is kind of like our catch-all room. It's our guest room slash catch-all room. And I might have to flip some things around because for sure this room is very um, messy and it's full of junk and crap. I might have to flip the desk around so I can, um, I'm going to have to figure this out to, to have my room a little bit nicer because it's not nice right now. I might have to move some things around. Um, we'll see what happens, how I, I pull this off. We're going to have to try to figure this all out. But yeah, those are, <laughs> I, I'm looking at the room right now going, oh my gosh, this room is cluttered. It's one of those, you know, it happens. You have a catch-all room and this is a catch-all room and now it's all cluttered and now I have to get rid of some stuff. So I got to figure out where to put all this uh, crap that I have laying around this freaking house. Um, and I made the mess. Like it's, it's partially my fault. I'm looking at this room going, oh my gosh, how am I going to make, how am I going to clean all this up? Because people are going to be looking into this house when I zoom and I want to be presentable. I want to look good. But at the same time, it's like, I don't really want to clean. <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't really want to clean, but I know I have to. So that's a thing that's going to be happening right now. Damn it. I got to do something about this house. It's or about this room. So I'm going to try to figure that out. Uh, wish me luck. Wish I, I pray that I do this well and that this room ends up looking nice. Um, so that's kind of a thing that's happening right now <sighs> with, uh, yeah. <laughs> this sucks. I'm trying to figure out what to do. I might just flip it to where like I have to end up, you see the back of the wall. I think I might just pull the desk forward a little bit. Um, and then flip everything around so then you see the back. I don't know. We're going to see what we're going to do because everything's on webcam and I want to look. I want it to look nice and not all messy. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to have to do some rearranging. That'll be the beauty. Oh, man, this office has to look nice. Oh, man, it's going to be tough to do this within two hours. But I think I can do it. I think I can accomplish. I, I don't know. We're going to see what happens. I'm just going to have to watch TV tomorrow. I always watch TV in the morning. I need to just clean up, clean shop here. Make sure everything looks nice and neat and clean. I'm actually, uh, you know what I did? I just stood up right now and I started cleaning like part of this room and I should just like worry about doing the podcast, but now I just started cleaning and I need to stop. So that became a thing. That was weird. That was really funny. 
Can you hear me? I'm like just literally cleaning things right now. Okay, stop. Focus on the podcast. Focus on the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I got sidetracked. So that's happening too. Um, it's I'm talking babble right now. It's Wednesday. What else are you going to do? Let me just go move on to something that I found kind of embarrassing. Um, I cried. Have you ever – let me ask you this. Have you ever cried at a TV show? Like we all have. Like people watch Friends at the ending, the finale. You probably cried because you have been seeing the show for 10 years. You may have cried. I, I remember tearing up at the end of um, The Office, you know, the, season, the series finale. I cried on a reality show, a cooking competition show. Yep. If you watch this season of Top Chef – you know what I'm talking about. This see, this episode just came out. It's the latest episode on Top Chef Portland. They're in Portland. And there was a moment where they, you know, Padma says, if you've never seen Top Chef, it's a cooking competition show. And at the end, the catchphrase is, uh, the host says, uh, so-and-so, pack your knives and go. Well, during that time, she, there was two females that have, are really good friends, and they both were on the bottom, too. And so she ended up sending one of them home, Maria. Maria, pack your knives and go. Well, as Maria was about to leave, the other person was like, Jamie, her name's Jamie, said, no, Maria needs to stay. She needs to be given a second chance like I got a second chance. So she needs to stay. And Maria's like, no, 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 you need to stay. You know, they basically were fighting for who should be let go from the show. And it was interesting because Maria was literally like, look, Jamie, you are amazing. Like, don't do this. Let me leave here with dignity and grace. Um, don't push for this, you know, for me to get the second chance. And Jamie's like, I don't want you to leave. I want you to stay. And it, it became a really touching moment. And the judges literally were looking back and forth at the contestants. They both were crying, which made me cry because I was like, Oh, look at this friendship. It's amazing. And then I realized, like, why am I really uh, – first of all, I'm really crying over somebody being eliminated, which is fine. It happens. But then really, like, it's a cooking competition show. Like, these chefs are going to be fine. I know a couple of the chefs that are even – that live here in San Diego, and they're fine now. I, I as, as a matter of fact, I've met Richard Blaze, who's now a judge. He's fine now. Like, these chefs are going to be fine. I don't know why I became emotionally attached to these chefs. But damn you, reality shows. That's what you do. You you hook us in. You you just grab us and you hook us. Speaking of TV shows, I am pretty excited. I don't know if y'all have heard. I just read this. Um, Perfect Strangers. Do you guys remember Perfect Strangers? It started with the theme song. I'm standing tall on the wing of my dream, rise and fall. It had Cousin Larry, and uh, it had um, Bronson Pinchot. He played Balky Bartokamas. That This show was, like, way back in the, like, late 80s, early 90s. Well, it looks like there's going to be a reboot of Perfect Strangers, and it's going to be with two females. Um, it is going to be developed for HBO Max and the perfect strangers are a woman by the name of Deja and a woman by the name of Poppy. Um, they unexpectedly unexpectedly discover they are half sisters when they both inherit a one bedroom apartment above a trap yoga studio in Fort Greene, Brooklyn. They're polar opposites and they must learn how to live and work together. 
So this is going to be an interesting little twist on this show. I'm excited to see how this is going to all pan out. Um, it is, it's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. It's supposed to, um, let's see here, stars HBO. Oh, no, it doesn't say when it's supposed to come on, but I'm pretty sure more uh, information will be coming out uh, soon, I hope. Because I'm excited to see the show. It's going to be a nice little twist on Perfect Strangers. So get ready for the reboot. Um, also, speaking of TV, did you hear that Beauty and the Beast is coming to Disney Plus? But it's a prequel series. And it will actually answer some questions about things like how LeFou and Gaston became best friends. So they have greenlit a series it's actually right now the working title is beauty and the beast it's an eight episode limited series which serves as a prequel to the 2017 live action movie of the same name so this is based on the live action movie with josh gad and um uh what's the guy's name um <laughs> i'm trying to think uh luke evans yes uh, who played guest on so this is going to be set several years before the events of the film beauty and the beast um, it will follow Gaston and LeFou as they set off with LeFou's stepsister, Tilly, after a surprising revelation from her past comes to light, sending the unlikely trio off on an unexpected journey filled with romance, comedy, and adventure. According to the show's official logline, while the mysteries of the past are uncovered and the dangers of the present glow, old friends and new enemies reveal their this familiar kingdom harbors many secrets. But an extremely rare turn of events, the most interesting part about this show's announcement is actually the fact that um, the president and chief executive officer of Disney-branded television, Gary Marsh, says for anyone who has ever wondered how a brute like Gaston and a goof like LeFou could have ever been friends and partners, or how a mystical enchantress came to cast their fateful spell on the prince turned beast this series will finally provide the answers and provoke a whole new set of questions this implies that gaston who previously uh was who previous connection to the beast related only to the shared admiration for bell might actually know more about the enchantress's curse than fans would have ever suspected. The twist makes a lot more sense when you remember that the series comes from the minds of the Once Upon a Time uh, group. And so there are going to be connections between decade-old characters, um, and that's going to be like kind of a new thing. Luke Evans and Josh Gad will be reprising their roles in this, uh, this series, and it's set to begin spring of 2022 is when the production is coming out. So it probably won't even come out. And by then they'll have a different name for it because you know they're not going to call it Beauty and the Beast because it'll be about Gaston LeFou, right? So in case you didn't know, that's coming to Disney Plus and we'll probably have more to talk about on my podcast, um, Leader of the Club podcast, uh, which my friend Jess and I do every weekend. So you can catch that this weekend and we'll probably elaborate a little bit more about that. Last but not least, I do want to bring up this. It's big news. I live in California. I especially I live here in San Diego. And as of yesterday, the governor, uh, Newsom, he did uh, lift um, the restrictions on the tier system. The tier system is now gone. 
Um, with that blueprint now being gone, it looks like the state officially lifted all physical distancing requirements and capacity restrictions at businesses and public gatherings. The result is that businesses can generally return to near normal operations, including indoor bars and restaurants. Concerts can resume along with full capacity crowds at sporting events. Mask wearing, however, will still remain required in certain circumstances, particularly for people who are not vaccinated, which is funny because when we found out like June 15th is the golden date where we'll no longer, the biggest thing everybody kept saying is like the state will be open again and we will no longer wear masks. That is incorrect. We will be having masks be worn. Um, it is going to be for general public um, areas um, according to the U.S. Center for Disease and Co Disease Control and Prevention, they these are recommendations. So there are still requirements uh, for people, regardless of vaccination statuses, on public transit, including airplanes, ships, trains, buses, taxis, and ride-hailing vehicles, and in transportation hubs such as airports, terminals, train stations, seaports, marinas, and subway stations. Indoor at K through 12 schools, childcare facilities, and other youth settings, they'll still have to wear masks. Healthcare settings, including long-term care facilities, at state and local correctional facilities and detention centers, and at homeless shelters, emergency shelters, and cooling centers. Masks are still required for unvaccinated people in indoor public settings and businesses such as retail stores, restaurants, theaters, movie theaters, family entertainment centers, and government um, offices serving the public. Now, business and event venue operators can choose how to enforce those rules. According to the state, they have three options. You can do as businesses and venues can publicly post rules regarding mask wearing and allow customers and visitors to self-attest that they are vaccinated, meaning if someone enters the business without a mask, they are attesting to being vaccinated. Uh, people can also, or businesses can also implement a vaccine verification system to determine whether individuals are required to wear a mask or they can simply require all patrons to wear a mask. So that's still a thing. So um, according to this article I'm reading, Gavin Newsom, uh, Governor Gavin Newsom, uh, recognizes the issues with self-attestation, which, uh, which essentially is an honor system, but said people we hope uh, will be honest about that. He stresses that businesses can continue to mandate that all customers wear masks. So in essence, a business can require people to wear masks. Um, business have the freedom of choice across the spectrum. So for those of you that are going to walk into businesses and they require to wear a mask, you can't sit here and go, it's against my rights. It's, you know, it's the business's rights to say, nope, you got to wear a mask. Um, so for at least a couple more days, mask wearing will remain mandatory for workers in indoor settings, regardless of vaccination status. Um, supposedly tomorrow, the state's Occupational Safety and Health Standards Board is set to consider revised workplace mask wearing guidance, which would generally align with the state rules for public at large. Um, still, you know, people that work in businesses still will probably have to wear masks. I know at the place of business I work at, they're requiring employees that work from the locations to still wear masks. So it's going to take some time. I know people are like, yip, yip, hur hip, hip, hooray. Like, yay, we don't have to do this anymore. But mask wearing is still going to be a thing. Just don't get mad about it, people. Let's just be happy about the fact that we have that choice and businesses have the choice. And if you're vaccinated, cool. If you're not, maybe you want to consider getting vaccinated. 
just wanting to let you know about that. So that's the update from California, from a Californian, because I know people will be asking about that. But other than that, you guys, um, that's it. I'm going to get ready to figure out what I'm going to do with this bedroom. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you again for tuning in to this new episode of Life with Hula. All you got to do if you want to follow me, um, subscribe. Go to uh, any podcast platform and, and search for Life with Hula. You can also follow me on social media, Facebook.com or Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, Clapper, Clubhouse. Uh, search for Hula SD. That's H-U-L-A-S-D. And then lastly, vote for this podcast, podcastmagazine.com slash hot50. Also, if you want to listen to my other two podcasts, which they do come out uh, once a week, uh, there is L- uh, Leader of the Club podcast. It's my all Disney podcast. I work with my friend Jess. We talk about everything Disney. Search for Leader of the Club. And then also you can find me on uh, Asian Voices Radio Podcast. It's a podcast geared to the Asian American community, but you don't have to be Asian American to listen. It's uh, topics we talk about that are pretty, you know, pretty serious, including topics you probably wouldn't talk about in front of your Asian parents. So get ready for that show as well. Asian Voices Radio Podcast. Other than that, you guys are awesome. Thank you again for tuning in to today's episode, number 48, season 10 of Life with Hula, the podcast. And I will catch you all tomorrow. Have a great day. <laughs>